Assalamualaikum everybody, welcome to the Your Truth is Calling podcast. This is your host, Nathara Razak. Today, I am coming to you from my backyard. I've just got my feet in the grass and the sun is out and it's not too hot, not too cold. It's just right and I thought I'll come outside and do this recording as I've probably mentioned before. Once we went into school holiday mode, my I found that my routine went out of whack as to when I create these um, episodes and record them. And now that um, I'm also um, working outside the home for a community organization, that has also impacted my scheduling. And so I'm in that, you know, funky transition phase where you're figuring out what goes where in your schedule and you're allowing your body to lead and guide the way. I remembered last week I recorded a podcast episode really late after a community fair um, at a local mosque and I was quite tired. I don't know if what I I said was gibberish, whether you got it or whether you didn't get it. And I thought, you know what, let me do these podcasts when I am doing daylight hours, if possible, whenever I can. I know I have recorded sometimes in the evenings, like early evenings. But today's episode, I wanted to get into the topic about uncertainty and how to deal with it when you're going through life um, transitions, whether it's um, uh, you know something personal that you're going through, whether a relationship is broken down and you're rebuilding your life as a single person, or you are going through a phase where you're in a career but you're not that into it. You've just done it because you know it ticked a box for you some years ago, but you find that your heart's not in it, your soul isn't satisfied, um, and you're kind of wondering what to do next, but you're drawing blanks, right? This is who I'm speaking to today um, when it comes to uncertainty. And I've got a lot of clients who are in that phase as well. And for them, alhamdulillah, like they have really embraced the fact that we don't know a lot of things months ahead or even 10 steps ahead. We're really tuning tuning in daily to the guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And um, a client shared with me yesterday, it was so beautiful. She had looked into the Quran after having like an intention in her heart about being guided. And what she got from the Quran was so soothing to her. And it was literally like using Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's inspiration through you. Like, you know, sometimes you just get inspired and it's like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala trying to guide you into something. Those moments of grace that Allah provides, you know, like receive them. Really hold on to them. Because when everything is dark, when everything's uncertain, when um, life is in crisis mode or the world is in crisis mode and people are either hoarding or they're not sure about, you know, interest rates and their housing and um, job security, there's just so much of worry in the world. And when things get like that in the collective, you really need to double down and make a commitment to yourself that you're not getting swept into that and you're not getting caught up in what's happening at a macro level where it feels like life is caving in and you have lost your bearings and you don't know where the world stops and where you start as an individual and really if you if you look at change it really has to start from the individual level, right? Like even the lesson in the Quran says, like, we do not change a condition of a people 
unless they themselves change and it's 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 an internal job so each person as an individual has to take that responsibility um, to change and transform whatever is out of alignment to get in alignment with the last part of those book um, his word the sunnah of the prophet you know we have been given guidelines and we can you know have a beautiful life within those guidelines um, but it's our responsibility to um, take ownership of the parts of our lives that we have agency over to change so if you're not happy um, in your career or in your job and, and you're in a toxic work environment or the people around you are really negative you have a responsibility towards yourself to do what you can to remove yourself from those situations and pray and ask dua to make an opening, to make a way for you so that you find yourselves in the right environments where your, um, you know, your strengths are acknowledged, where you can give of your gifts freely and you're not worried about your safety or whether or not you can speak up and use your voice. You know, there are a lot of people because of the Zionist lobby, for example, like they are not free to say what they want to say and it's unfortunate that that's how the world is but if you are in a space where um you know your life doesn't depend on whether you know um someone calls you out or slurs your reputation then use your sense of creativity and agency to do what you can right to creatively express yourself but keep yourself um yeah, in that holy space of always checking back with your intentions. It's like, why am I sharing this? What is my intention here? And you have to keep coming back to that. So one of the top tips I can give you, and this was again spurred by a client of mine who reminded me this was something that a previous client in a cohort that I ran some years ago mentioned, and it always stuck with me, especially when you don't know what to do and you feel like, you might be selling yourself short or not being courageous with your decisions and your soul is nudging you to go in a particular direction, but you're scared. Um, a really cool tip that you can embody and, and apply in your life um, is to say it out loud what you're thinking and feeling about the decision that you're making, whether it's to go this way or that say it out loud to another person and more often than not to someone who isn't too close to you so I would recommend like don't pick your spouse or a sibling or your parent or your best friend say it to someone who's a lot more neutral and removed um, I often find that if it's like extended family like a long-lost cousin or an uncle or an aunt that you're you know you're not very close to and and you hear the words leaving your lips and you hear it outside of you that is a really good test of do I believe this or do I not believe this because you're checking for your own alignment you're checking for your own conviction about a particular direction and so when you're saying it out loud it just confirms that you're like oh my gosh that sounded like that sounded like a lie for example this client of mine who was um, in a group coaching um, program with me she was someone who you know had kids late in life like in her 40s and her youngest was in daycare her 
oldest was still in like either three-year-old kinder or four-year-old kindergarten and she had this like itch to get out into the workplace because she had taken a break a career break um being you know a corporate accountant and because she thought okay that's the thing to do let the husband um bring in the bread and butter income and i will raise the kids which was aligned for her until it was no longer in alignment she kind of felt this urge to go out and actually do something she she ended up um signing up for uh, a masters in something to do with pr and communications because she wanted to um be able to you know really be a voice for social change so she enrolled in that course which was in alignment for her um but how she even recognized that she wanted to get back out there into the workplace was she bumped in to this mother of like triplets or quadruplets at the gym at our local you know sports center which has a swimming pool and they run yoga classes and pilates and all of that So her gym community was like her extended family so you're not that close but you know there are people who you like do this little chit chat with before and after class and she um this 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 woman this other mother of triplets who also is a working mom triplets or quadruplets um must be triplets actually um she was there like a placeholder for my client and when she asked my client like oh so are you getting back into the workforce or not and then my client was like oh yeah no i don't think so i think you know it it really isn't the time right now i've got the you know one in daycare and one in kindergarten it's really not the right time and she was telling me and describing to me this moment of hypocrisy like within herself where she knew that was a lie but she could only recognize that when this other person acted as a mirror for her so that's what i wanted to leave you with today as a tip find someone who's not as close to you to just practice saying out loud what you've been thinking about and ruminating on it on a decision and then see how it feels when it gets reflected back to you that is like a litmus test to see hmm am i really lying to myself is this really true because the opposite is also true when you say something out loud and you feel the conviction in your words and the groundedness in how you feel when you say those words it's like do i believe what i'm saying then you'll also know that that's on track for you and then you can you can be free to go take that next step and there's always a next right step it's never too much it's never like a a one year plan for what your life is going to be like right now right now in in the climate that we're in in terms of the trend of how things are going in the world right now and how things are going in the collective I'm kind of in cahoots with different communities where I get to hear what's going on for people and in my private clients as well nobody knows if anybody knows what's going to happen in a year they're lying <laughs> cuz nobody can predict but what you can be sure of is to slow down get into a silent sort of space within yourself where you get out of these addictive thoughts and patterns and behavior and slow the mind down so you can even ask oh why is that thought even coming across my mind i wonder why i thought that thought you know there's something called vipassana meditation where people go on silent retreats uh imagine like not talking and just being silent for 10 days how amazing right like the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to do that in mecca even though like okay we didn't have phones and 
screens and TV and all the distractions, so many thousands of years ago, he still removed himself from society, went up to Mount Hira, and his wife Khadija used to come with his food, right? Like trekking up the mountain to give him his food and provision. But he would take time out to think, to ponder the state of society at the time, right? So we don't often do this with ourselves. And sometimes that silence is all we need is like a pattern interrupt to go, hmm, what's this like story that I keep playing out over and over again about why I can't do this thing or why I can't make this decision, right? So in the olden days, like in in society's past, like, you know, we were handed the story of, oh my gosh, you have to get work to pay the bills. And it was all about paying the bills and surviving, right? I'm hoping that if you're listening to this podcast, we are out of that survival mode, at least a little bit. Like if you have a roof above your head, you know what you're eating tomorrow for breakfast or you have your dinner sorted. Hopefully you're not like in that level of survival mode, right? You can get some distance and think a little bit about what your next steps might be and plan for your well-being and um, soul satisfaction in terms of career and your life um, choices as opposed to thinking, oh, this is handed to me and I have no control over what I do next. You know, there is obviously a bigger divine plan for you, but you also can dream. You also can visualize and and put visions out there that you want to receive in your heart and ask that they come true. That is within your capacity. And And the fact that Allah inspired you to even ask is a sign that he wants you to ask because he wants to give it to you. Right, And then you have to surrender that whatever will come of that dua, like whether that dua, the way it manifests is that it protects you from any calamity coming towards you because all these duas that go up act as shields, right? For things that were meant to happen to you, they act as, oh, no, this time this thing is not happening to this person because this person made dua, right? And other times the dua is just accepted very, very easily and effortlessly. And for other times Allah is saying, well... I'm sorry, hun, but you're going to have to wait till the akhirah to see the effects of this dua or you'll get this in the akhirah because I felt like it wasn't going to be good for you if you got it now in the timing that you want. Or you will get it, but not in the timing that you want, right? It might be 10 years later, seven, six, six months later. Maybe not in the timing that you're asking for because you don't know essentially what's good for you more than, you know, your eyes can see and things that you can touch. There's so many things happening in the unseen that we have no idea of, which is why the dua of istikhara to make decisions is something that, you know, um, one of my mentors said there is a istikhara amma, which is like the mother of all istikharas, and I do that after the luha prayer, which is a sunrise, two rakahs prayer of luha, where the sahabas were told by the Prophet ﷺ that they had to give charity if all their limbs were working and they were healthy that day. And I said, Ya Rasulullah, we, we can't give charity every day. We can't give sadaqah every day. Um, but he's like, well, then do this Salatul Duha instead. You know, so that was um, the prescription for thanking uh, your Allah for your limbs working and for your health and for your well-being so that you can do the work that you came here to do so that you can provide for your family and provide for yourself. Put your own oxygen mask first and then you know, be there for others. So then on top of Salatul Duha, after those two rakahs, then there is Salatul Istikhara, um, which you don't have to make for a specific decision, but I do do that after Salatul Duha as part of like my morning routine before I get out the house or before I start work, just to guide like 
everyday decisions, like little things like, should I put milk in my coffee? <laughs> should I skip the coffee today? All those little, you know, incidental decisions that we make, um, one choice at a time to be more healthy or decide to go for a walk instead of, you know, putting a sweet in your mouth to get over like an afternoon slump or go stretch and put your feet in the grass. Like right now, I'm, um, I've just got my feet in the grass and I've got my laptop in my hands and I'm talking to you, right? And I have a call um, in about 50 minutes and I'll pray Luhar, inshallah, and then be ready for the call. And then it'll be time to pick up my kids. So now I'm getting used to um, school pickup routines again and my body is shifting. So, inshallah, I hope that this helped you in some way to like settle your heart if you've been worrying about what's next, if you've been worrying about the future. I hope this um, episode comforts your heart to know that nobody actually knows what's next. We're all tuning in day by day to make decisions to the best of our ability. Um, with whatever data we have available to us about what's good for us and then going for it like don't stop yourself from going for it you know um, but I wanted to leave you with that if this episode helped you in any way please let me know um, either in the comments on Instagram or DMs um, I love receiving your messages and I'm so sorry this episode is a little bit later um, than usual so I took a little bit more than a week with this one hope you'll forgive me for that inshallah we'll be back on regular scheduling when as my body adjusts um, but who knows maybe this is showing me that a Wednesday is a better date for me um, to record and upload so we'll see <laughs> I can't wait to hear from you I'm available for private intensives if you are in that in-between phase and you really need someone as a sounding board in your corner as you're making shifts and changes I love being that person for my clients we all need someone like that every now and then in our lives um, in particular seasons when things are a little bit rocky um, just to have a smoother um, experience through and, and just the things that you learn about yourself um, I love being that person for whoever is drawn to to that work you can always dm me and say hey I want to inquire about that and we can have a chat inshallah all right everybody have a wonderful rest of your week uh, we're getting near the end of Rajab subhanallah it'll be Ramadan soon um, I'm wishing you well assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu this is Nadira Razak host of the Your Truth is Calling podcast signing off. Jazakallah khair.